Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Illumia Sports. I'm your host, Mitch's Mason. Joining again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? Let's go. Somebody got to bring the energy today. <laughs> Why you say all that? That's <laughs> that shot. And we're also joined by Dom. Triple D's, what it do, do, do. Oh man, I wish, I wish. Sometimes I wish y'all could hear the pre-show, man. But um, let's get, let's get into it, <laughs> let's get into it man. Um, the first game, honestly, and we had a great Sunday slate, um, all the way through, and then a Monday blowout, which we'll get into. But first, let's take you guys back to Dolphins Bills. To me, partially because I fell asleep on Jack's Chargers. Um, but this was the game of the weekend. Um, the Bills end up winning 34-31 as Josh Allen was trying to do everything possible he could to lose that game. Um, you know, a, t- a close game, tough game, but the Bills end up, you know, surviving over the Dolphins. The Dolphins, I think they said they haven't won a playoff game in like 20 years. It's kind of crazy to think about. Oh, for their last eight, I believe. And, you know, for the Bills, you know, another big one, I think they haven't lost like lost like one home playoff game since the 50s, something wild like that. Wow. Um. Yeah. Some cr- some crazy stat like that. Because remember, when in the nineties, when they had those home playoff games, they win every year. So, mm-hmm. You know. But uh, yeah. Um, Darnell. You know, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this was a rough. I well, it was a rough one, but um, this was not the performance that you expect out of somebody like Josh Allen. And yes, it's exactly what you expect out of not not against Skylar Thompson, bro. Not against Skylar Thompson. Right. But, I, I'm lying if I said I expected that. I was walking in, I was kind of snoozing into the game, like, all right, it's gonna be a blowout. And then early it was like, all right, this is a blowout. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this game was I think this was the the widest spread of all the games all week, all weekend. So you going into it, Skylar Thompson's announced as a starter. No Tua. Mm-hmm. You think it or I mean not Tua. You know, well, you know Tua's not playing, but no um Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater. So mm-hmm. you going into the game and you thinking that, all right, Buffalo's just gonna roll. Buffalo goes up early. And if I can remember the game flow correct, it was 17-0 in the second yes. quarter. And then here comes the field goal unit. Three straight field goals for the Dolphins. And tied, Gizeki ties it up, does his dance, and then we have a ball game. Two-point conversion. Yeah. Two-point yeah, two point conversion was crazy. There's a lot going on in this game. A, yeah, this, this, this game was crazy. Mm-hmm. Indeed it was. And I, I think – and then, then later in the game – you know, there's that moment, 20, 20 to, uh, I believe it was, yeah, 20 to 17. Bills mm-hmm. had the lead. They kicked the field goal right before halftime. So you're thinking, all right, Dolphins had the ball, couldn't do much with it. So, like, all right, it's kind of happening, you know. But then Josh Allen, like we like you kind of talked about, I don't know if you mentioned, but two interceptions to lead to 10 of those points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fumble. Where it was like, I don't know about y'all, but me and Dom, we were watching this game together. We jumped up and started yelling, screaming. I was hyped. I was like, fuck yeah. Let's go Dolphins. Um, just for the upset. Not nothing personal, Bills. 
but you know, it was just an exciting moment. Um, and I do think, you know, so here's the thing. Yep. Well, I'll let, Dom, I'll let you go first and then I'll spend my thoughts. Um, unless um, Darnell kind of stop there. No, go ahead. All right, cool. Dom, what are your thoughts? Um, honestly, this game was completely, it was just so funny. It was just completely based on momentum. Like, um, what's it called? Like you said, it was, uh, like Darnell said, it was 17 0. And the Dolphins, you know, they were easing their way back in with the with the field goals. And when they scored that touchdown, it really looked like every play they made really looked dumb. But like when you looked at it, right, mm-hmm. and you look at Skylar Thompson's, um, you look at his final stat line, right? It was fucking eighteen for forty five, two hundred twenty two hundred twenty yards on interception and uh, two interceptions and one touchdown, right? That shit looks fucking atrocious. But when you look at it, you look at Jeff Wilson. Ten attempts, twenty-three yards. Jeff he Wilson. was he was garbage, bro. because at first I was sitting there and I was like, yo, why why don't they run the ball? I wish they would run the ball more. Oh yeah. Mostert was hurt. So, you know. I didn't know Jeff Wilson was was well. I don't. I don't even think he's this bad. But he just had such a bad performance this game. He's not this damn bad. He's not two point three a carry bad. He's not two point so, three like, a carry bad. But I've been trying to warn y'all. Or I, I think I we had another podcast where we talked mentioned Jeff Wilson. I said I'm not a fan. When did we ever bad. talk about some fucking Jeff well, Wilson I just, on this damn podcast? I mean, we've been recording all season. Like we ain't never we talking about the Jeff Dolphins. We were talking about Miami. I I do remember talking about Miami's running game and not being a fan of. I don't know, but definitely, go ahead. I, I agree with that. He definitely said he wasn't a fan of Miami's. We didn't talk about Jeff Wilson specifically, but he did say he wasn't a fan of Miami's run game. When we would talk about how they can counter run the ball, but well, they were missing their their yeah, they were missing their starting running back. But yeah, um, so Skylar Thompson really had to throw the ball for forty five times. Every single time they try to run, this man would get one yard. So, like, as awful <laughs> as it looked, he, he, they were kind of forced into this position. He missed a lot of passes. But, you know, at first they were trying to throw the ball down the field to to Waddle and Tyreek, of course. But he, he could not connect to Waddle for anything, like anything at all, until, like, later in the game when – um. Waddle, he didn't score a touchdown, but he got to like the one yard line where well where Wilson ran it in. But the the Dolphins look like every time it looked like you know the Bills are gonna take over, you know, momentum was just against them and Josh they it, it would either be a turnover or a punt and they just weren't able to do much. But then, you know, and the special teams were fighting really hard, like the the fumble I'm pretty sure the yeah, the fumble one of the fumbles resulted in a touchdown. Um, you know, they had the, yeah, one of Josh Allen's yeah, fumbles resulted a in a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. But the the landscape for the Dolphins all changed when they went for that um third and I believe seventeen. And then he threw an interception. It just it just got Buffalo back into their rhythm. And then after that they just never looked back. So it, it was just it was just a momentum based game and you know, when when Buffalo was reeling, they were really reeling. But then as soon as Miami 
expected something to like really fuck up then like that that interception that kept them in their um on their side of the field then you know my uh buffalo was able to regain their composure and you know came away with the win so that's my take on it i'm gonna be honest with you for our long-time listeners, you guys know I love killing coaches for 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 moments when they fuck up the game. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so except Brandon Staley, huh? So except Brandon Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley should have got fired. I can't I believe he didn't. I can't believe he didn't get fired. Huh? I said I can't believe he didn't get fired. Not yet. They're waiting. You want to see who's available. That's no, they, they fired a passing coordinator and offensive coordinator, but they kept him. Well, Jim Harbaugh staying, so there's one name that's not available. Ron Payton right there. Everybody's looking at him, though. I mean, it's not that's not that easy. Bro, it should, easy you, have, you should have the best quarterback available. So. But regardless of that. Yeah. What point I was making, try to make it about Brandon Staley again. Yeah. <laughs> Ignoring the, the trickster. The point I'm making was on that third and 19, right, when we're looking at the moment, in in real time, I said, fuck it, bomb it. That was just the vibes of the game. So, yeah, it might have been a mistake, everything like that. Probably should have punted, but that's what got him into that spot. They were just doing reckless shit with a third-string quarterback, and it was working. They kept throwing the bills off. They are like, are they really doing this? And it was like, yes. <laughs> we're really going to do this. I mean, situational things, you know. I mean, again, a, a lot of circumstances it was like, whoa, they're actually going. For, they're not going to kick a field goal. They're going to go for it. But third and nineteen is kind of, is a daunting task for any player, let alone a, a third string quarterback. So, but they made the decision then. It might have been the decision that ended the game for them, but like you said, their their recklessness is what kept them in the game. And my ultimate takeaway, two of them. One, Mike McDaniel, hell of a coach. Can't believe that he was one loss, you know, to a solid Jets team away from getting fired. But technically they kind of had to threaten him like that. But I came away from this game like, oh, Mike McDaniel, you know, I thought he might have been the truth. He really is the truth. Um, you know, just keeping him in that game with his calls, with his energy, with the momentum. He's like, I'm not going to coach scared. Fuck it, we can beat these guys. And just having him in that position against, you know, a Super Bowl contender with a third-string quarterback who isn't, you know, Brock Purdy mm-hmm. um, is incredible. Second takeaway – I can you be a trickster if you win a Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl and call him a trickster. So, so yes, okay. I think Josh Allen is is definitely entering trickster territory. I've wanted to keep him away because it's pure talent, and he does have like he has the guts. You know what I mean? He's he's got the like he's gonna fight through it. Whereas with some other guys, you know, Jai Rogers, sometimes I see him kind of shrink. Allen doesn't necessarily shrink. He just does some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I don't, I don't really – he has his he has his lows, 
but he has that bounce back ability where it's like he I don't I don't quite find him to be a trickster. I like I was, you know, I didn't I didn't know either, but after seeing that game, it was just like he's a momentum based quarterback and that's just what it is. He's either gonna be really bad or really good. Yeah. There's no in between. There is no in between, and it, it can be a possession by possession basis. Yeah, it's like it's like with Herbert. What we were saying with Herbert was he didn't do anything. He wasn't yeah. good or bad. He was just there. With Josh yeah. Allen, he he's just gonna be he's gonna be good or he's gonna be bad. But you're gonna you're gonna know that he's there. Yeah, and on top of that, one thing I kind of noticed was late in the game. We'll definitely touch on this a lot more probably the next game, but they made the decision, and I said it – remember, Dom, I said it right to you. I was like, they got it. They got to run the ball with them. Like, they were trying to get out of the game, not running Josh Allen, but now it's close, and it's like their offense is fucked. They got to run with them. And what happened? Dom saw it. They ran it one time with them. Game over. Game yeah. literally over. The second they were like, all right, we're going to use him as a running back. Just fuck this up. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that later. <laughs> but it to me because, like, Skylar Thompson, I thought, had that ability to run. And they just – Oh, yeah. They didn't call a lot of I guess you kind of can't if it's your only quarterback. but And maybe they weren't prepared for this moment. But, like, imagine that offense with a read option component. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if the read option was he, – he just wouldn't scramble. He when, wouldn't scramble either. When, when it was when it was like wide open, he would like yeah. literally have a first down. And he was fast. We saw he was able to escape pressure, so he was mm-hmm. fast enough to move. It's just whenever he was back, dropped back, then you know he just felt like he had to throw the ball when he could have easily ran for like a first down. It's like it's just weird to think why if he if he just had the confidence to do that. Then, like you know, it, it could it could have won them the game. There were a lot of just dead plays that just could have been kept alive if he just literally just ran. So, yeah. But I mean, I mean, going forward, like they said, the Dolphins are going to bring Tua back. We'll we'll preview the Bills game at a different time. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, they're playoff games. They're going to be close. It is what it is. Um, but I guess not a, a win's a win. Um, but for the Dolphins, man, they look, you know, next season, still got Tyreek, you still got Waddle. And I would personally move on from Tua just because of the health concerns. You don't want to come into another playoff game with Scott Thompson, but I do think Tua would have won this game. I think Teddy would have won this game. Um, well, I think I think the future is right with McDaniel and that defense that kind of came alive toward the end of that game, just causing mm-hmm. disruptions, getting interceptions, just causing havoc. So we'll see what happens with them. Yep. Um, moving on, man, you got the Giants versus the Vikings in this one. Um, the Vikings, who <laughs> uh, I knew this one was coming, man. They showed that stat and jinxed it immediately. The Giants end up winning 31 to 24. Um, and I mean, we got we to say it, man. Daniel Jones was unbelievable throughout the mm-hmm. entire game. Um, yeah. His running ability. You know, 17 rushes, 78 yards. He ran it twice as much as Saquon did. Um, crazy. I didn't know that to look at the stats. He also threw it 35 times, 300 yards, two touchdowns. 
Um, and it was just it was just one of those situations where you know they they did what I thought they would do, which they at least help helped with Jefferson on the coverage. Um, seven catches, forty-seven yards. They just weren't letting him go deep. TJ was trying, but Kirk just didn't have that extra ability to make you know to run the ball. And as long as we've heard that it's you know down, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, running quarterbacks seem to be doing just fine recently. Um, or at least they, you need the ability to run. And you kind of saw it with Daniel Jones being the entire difference in this game. Um, but Dom, what were your uh, your takeaways? Yeah, you mainly just you mainly just said it right there. They they were the same exact player, but one could run. That's literally what what stats show. They did the same. They like passing wise. Kirk Cousins threw for 273 yards and two touchdowns, 31 for 39. Like he, he did his thing. Daniel Jones, 24 attempt, 24 completions for 35 attempts, 300 yards and two touchdowns. Those stats are damn near identical. But the difference is Daniel Jones, 17 rushing attempts, 78 yards. That's that was the main difference in the game. Daniel Jones was just able to keep plays alive that Kirk Cousins wasn't able to. And, you know, I mean, the the Vikings defense, you know, we know it's bad. But, like, they just, you know, they weren't able to stop anybody from running. They let Saquon break off big runs. They let Daniel Jones break off big runs. And Daniel Jones was hitting hitting his targets when he needed to. It was just a really – honestly, it was just a really methodical game. From the Giants, um, you know, Brian Dable came up with a great strategy. He just – nothing – like, outside the big runs, like, it's it's not like he had any, like, big bombs that happened or anything like that for the most part. It was just methodical offense that drove down the field and Minnesota and their poorest defense just wasn't able to stop it. And, again, at the end of the day, the difference was Daniel Jones being able to extend plays with his legs and Kirk Cousins is not being able to. So that's my main takeaway. If Kirk Cousins could run, he would have looked just he probably would have looked just like Daniel Jones out there, but he can't, so he didn't. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Darnell, what were your takeaways? So for me, it was a lot of X factors for the Giants. And one of those X factors, like y'all mentioned, was Daniel Jones and how he was gonna run and how he was running the football. Cause the Vikings took the 7-0 lead in the first quarter. And from that point, the Giants go up 17-7, mainly because Daniel Jones decides, whenever I have the opportunity to run, I'm going to run. And 17 rushing attempts, I I think he's run for, like they said some wild stat on the broadcast, like how many first downs he's run for. It's like 50 or something this year or something crazy. And I just thought that was impressive. And overall, Saquon Barkley, even though he only had nine carries, he did have five catches for 56 yards. He had a 24-yarder. So he was doing his thing a little bit. And I got to really shout out to Isaiah Hodgins because to me, there was a lot of big third down possessions that he was converting. And he just seemed like he was playing on a different level than – a lot of the defensive backs that he was going against because they just had no answer for him. He had eight catches, 105 yards, a touchdown on nine targets. 
And coming into the game, I wouldn't have had him projected to do any of that. But for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook was 15 carries for 60 yards. He had 11. I didn't know he was that cooked. I'm going to be honest. Like, after sitting down and watching the entirety of that game, I walked away thinking, like, man, Dalvin Cook's not the running back he used to be. Like, a lot of those. And he just couldn't provide enough balance to me. And they bracketed. Justin Jefferson the entire game. So it was a safety over top. There was, yeah, so Justin Jefferson was basically took out the game. And there was a point in time where I was watching the Chiefs earlier this year. and Well, I mean, if you're going to compare him to the fucking Chiefs. No, you got to just let me get to what I'm getting to. And Uh-oh. they were mentioned, they were, Patrick Mahomes was interviewed, and they were asking him about Kelsey being double teamed. And he's like, yeah, I, I still got to go to Kelsey because I can't let them win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still got to get my playmakers the ball. And Kirk Cousins, obviously not the level of Mahomes, decided I'm going to go away from him and took his best player out of the game. Kirk Cousins, if, if there's an opportunity for him to force the ball to Justin Jefferson, he will try it. He's proven that. So, I mean. He tries to give Jefferson the ball. He's not quite Patrick Mahomes. So. Yeah. I mean, it just comes down to me, kind of like what you said. Dalvin Cook is, you know, he's a little bit – he's not the same, obviously, mm-hmm. as a couple of years ago. But it's like how many different perfect teams can you try to build around Kirk Cousins? Yeah. All right. We gave you, we gave you fucking Dalvin Cook, Thielen, and Stephon Diggs. Now we're giving you, okay, a, a decent running back, Dalvin, but we're giving you the best receiver in the league and a top three tight end. All right. Just yeah. can't do it. Just can't do it. We can do this. I mean, I mean, we they give you a garbage defense as well, but. Hawkinson was, he was going off, though. I can't even lie. Yeah, Hawkins is a dog. You have the best receiver in the league. It's, okay, yeah, you have a garbage defense, but whatever. I mean, as much as Dave Josh Allen, he, they just let up 31 to a third stringer. So defense, 31 isn't good. Not Kirk Cousins yeah. isn't Josh Allen. Exactly. I didn't say that. I didn't say he was a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> At the end of the day, we know what he is. No oh. top ten quarterback. Top fifteen is question. This is why, to me, I was like, they're gonna lose the game. Yeah, oh, pretty okay. Daniel Jones, as much as we give him, as bad as he can play, he still has a higher ceiling than Kirk Cousins by a lot, by a sizable he's, amount. As we saw, he's Kirk Cousins with legs. That's all he got to be. <laughs> And that's again, I go in with Herbert. That's why I, I kind of lean trickster with him. He can't run, or he won't run. Whatever you want to kind of divvy it I up. Think at. I think he won't run. Whatever. Too, I'm stop being a robot. You're going to need to do it. It's going to have to. Fucking robot. I actually seen him get one run for first down. He got like 14 yards, and I'm thinking, okay. That's the type of plays I need. And that was all of it. I'll just notice at the line of scrimmage, baby. 
<laughs> get that shit batted down. I just, I just get that shit batted down real quick. But I think this is exactly what I mean. All of us expected, at least as a as a game, as far mm-hmm. as you know, how it was. There's not much else to say. It's like, all right, who's gonna play better? Better Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins. I will say, Dayball and his play calling was amazing throughout the game. He was one of the um, biggest X factors for me too. Yeah. Coach of the year. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. <laughs> Coach of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it's a debate right now. I do. Yeah. I think uh, um, Pete Carroll got a chance. That's fair. That's fair. Because I thought they were garbo, garbo. Yeah, I thought they were just Like, they were supposed to be in the, in the conversation for the number one pick in the draft. I mean, so were the Giants. Not nah. really with a healthy nah. Saquon coming back. Nah. We people saw people thought Saquon was going to be washed though. People thought the Giants were going to be solid. I I didn't see anybody think the Giants were going to be solid. Really? I no. Didn't think they were going to be trash. I really didn't. But I thought Seattle was going to be terrible. Like three, four win, terrible. Yeah, me too. I thought Giants would have been like six, seven. How many did they end up winning? Ten? Nine. Oh, nine. Nine, seven, and one. The Seahawks went nine and eight. Mm. And the Seahawks dropped off bad in the second half of the year. So probably I don't I don't know. It's a toss up to me. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about this one, man. Dom's team, the Ravens, took on the Bengals. Yes, and this game was um, incredible at the end. Dom didn't watch it, but I'm sure when he saw the highlights, he was excited. At that 98-yard fumble recovery off of the sneak that got you know ripped out of Huntley's hands. Um, I'm taking my for a touchdown. You know, the Bengals ended up winning 24-17. to Huntley actually played pretty well. Thought he was pretty, you know, poised back there, consistent. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, obviously, that big play, like, changed everything. Burrow was, eh, you know, 200 yards. We'll get to that in a second as well. But, um, Darnell, I'm going to start with you. What did you kind of see out of the Bengals-Ravens game? Yeah, that was a, that was a game right there, right? Um, <laughs> it's 9 nothing to start the game. So Evan McPherson gets the field goal, then Jamar Chase scores, um, and it ain't misses the extra point. But I'm thinking at that point, like, okay, this is about to be a blowout. And then, of course, the Ravens come back. Dobbins gets in the end zone off a pass from Huntley, seven and nine. And at halftime, Baltimore goes into the lead, and they take the lead off of Justin Tucker field goal with seven seconds left. And from there, I'm like, man, I don't know what to believe. And like you said, that 98 yard um, return from by who was who returned that again? Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Hubbard. And the weird thing about that play was, if we're if we're being honest, the Ravens should have won this game. And yeah. there's just no excuse for you to try to reach over the goal line 
You like I feel like Tyler Huntley watched the Jaguars game and said, I can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> because you you don't you don't reach over the goal line from the two. Like that's something that you do when you're at the half yard line. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just so risky. And like certain teams, they don't even reach for the goal line, period. Like a Bill Belichick team, that's like one of their things. We're not reaching for the pylon ever. Well, let's let's also add that. Trevor Lawrence is six six. Tyler Huntley six one. So exactly, that's he's a big difference. He's looking well. like I'm a starter. He's a starter. I could do that, but he ran out of talent on that play. Ran out of arm length, and Sam Hubbard took it ninety eight yards. There was a fan. There was a. I don't want to say phantom because it was a real call that just wasn't called. There was a block in the back at like the forty or something like that. But yeah. at that point in the game, I don't think – like, I felt like all all weekend the officials was kind of staying out of it a little bit and letting the players play. Oh, yeah, they were talking a lot during the games about, like, um, especially in, in Seattle versus um, San Fran, there wasn't mm-hmm. a penalty called until, like, the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, Which I respect it. You know. Like, if you're going to be consistent, be consistent. Yeah. That's how you're going to see it called the rest of the year. Well, maybe not. There will be yeah. one game. There will be one game. Someone gets cheated. But always is. But Actually, I think it was um one of the last plays of that Bills game. I know we ain't talking about that game, but um, I think like they it was a first down that they really shouldn't have been a first down, and they reviewed it and they said, you know oh, what, yeah, yeah. it's game over. We don't care. Anymore. Game over. Like, we don't care. Like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. We were talking about that game went twenty minutes over. Yeah, time. they're like, we don't want to see Skylar Thompson twenty seconds left. Just go ahead, bro. But yeah, game over. But yeah, um, I walk. I walked away from this game. Um, like, yeah, the Bengals should be glad that they won, but I wasn't impressed with Joe Burrow. wasn't impressed with Mixon. The offensive line didn't look great. Um, yeah, and I did. I wasn't superly impressed with the Bills either. So it's gonna be a good matchup next week for sure. We ain't gonna, we ain't previewing them right now, but yeah, just thought I mentioned that. Yeah, my Super Bowl pick looking strong, stronger with every second. Um, Dom, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, this game made me lose a lot of faith in the Bengals, actually, in that in that Super Bowl pick. I was like, cause it, it was something we started to see towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like me, me and Demetrius mentioned it. I'm not sure if you mentioned it, Darnell, but um, what's it called? There would just be a lot of times where, like, the Bengals – and I think I first noticed that – I forget who they played, but they had a lead. It was against the Patriots where yeah. they had a big lead. It was, like, fucking 24-3 to 3 or whatever. And no, then, that wasn't the Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah, Patriots, Patriots. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, it was I'm where – yeah, it was – in fact, it was the exact same situation, basically. Where the Bengals should have lost the game, but then Ramondre Stevenson fumbled on like the the ten or whatever, 
or five or whatever. So then, like, they, they recovered the fumble, and then, you know, the Bengals went on to win the game. But, like, it's just been a lot of games recently where, like, the Bengals will, like, do something in, like, the first half and then, like, just not do anything in the second half. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't think that's a great rest. Of, that's that's kind of looking like what the Chargers just did, <laughs> you know, do something in the first half and then not do anything in the second half. I mean, obviously, you know, Joe Burrow and his offensive line has been, you know, deteriorating a lot. But, I mean, you know, as, as much love as I've given the Bengals' defense, it, it didn't look phenomenal against the Ravens. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, like, great, but... I mean, they made quite... the game-winning play. <laughs> like... Yeah. No, I mean, they did their thing. I'm just saying it wasn't phenomenal. It just wasn't... You know, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. It was average. It looked like it looked pretty average outside of the play. So, I think you know, it'd be a little worse. But, but I mean, it's I mean, it's not them. It's it's the offense that I don't really believe in right now. I don't know what it is about it, but they just kind of middle. Like you, like you said, we look at Joe Burrow's stats. He had two hundred yards and a touchdown, no picks, and. He basically did what Herbert did. Like if you look at that, but then like again it was it was the defense that made the game winning play at the end. So I mean, but the Ravens came out, you know, they, they showed a lot of fight. Um maybe a different play call would have resulted in a in a game in a in a uh it was still eleven minutes left in that game when that happened, so like there was still time for the Ravens to come down and do everything. But Again, I heard that. Back. I heard that. Um, the coach said that that wasn't the play call. He didn't call for him to reach over the goal line. Huh? Oh. He did it on his own, is what he said. Greg, Greg Roman or John Harbaugh? Harbaugh. Oh, he, so he just went rogue. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm better than Lamar. Let me get this. <laughs> well. Whoever's decision that was, huh? I said you should be overjoyed. Who's ever? Nah, because they still not gonna pay him anyway. But <laughs> he already—he not traveling <laughs> with the team already. Yeah, it's—it's. It's, it's I think it's a done deal at this point. I don't even care no more. But fucking, what's it called? Um, yeah. I mean, Huntley showed some fight, but. You know, after that play and just not being able to rectify his mistake in the end. Again, it was still 11 minutes left in that game. It's not like it was fucking a minute left. Like, he still had time to do something. But neither mm-hmm. neither offense was able to do anything. And the Bengals defense, I mean, the Ravens defense, like Demetrius said before, it, it, it does play well against Burrow, played well against him the last time, beat him the first time. So when Lamar was there. So you know the, the 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 Ravens defense definitely knows how to hang in there with them, even though they don't quite know how to uh, guard Jamar. They they don't he doesn't he doesn't just kill them anymore like he did the like the first Lasher. time the first couple of times they played mm-hmm. those two times he just destroyed them. But now it's like he he gonna be open, but you know they're not gonna let him just destroy them anymore. He'll just he'll just. They just can't guard him, but that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But fucking 
Yeah. I mean, I still think I you're destined the Bengals. They made the game-winning play, and then for 11 minutes, they didn't let the Ravens move at all for the rest of the yeah. game. They suffocated. Yeah. All right, we can't do shit now. Like, yeah. like that, 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 that means something. Like, I don't think any other defense in the league is doing that. Maybe the 49ers. But I don't think given that circumstance. Yeah, I'll talk about that too because you said that you thought the Eagles defense was better than the 49ers. It's close. I got to see us fully. I got I to see us fully healthy. So you think what? the defense. What? So you, so you think the, the defense is but It's the adjustment aspect of it. It's not the talent on defense. Like the Eagles mm-hmm. and the 49ers have more talent. But the Bengals just make adjustments like on the fly, like crazy. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, the the, the Bengals offense just didn't look amazing. But again, like I said, the Ravens, the Ravens defense generally plays them well. But it's not just the Ravens defense that they look kind of, that the offenses look kind of shaky against. So we'll see against the Bills and we'll talk about it. But yeah, well. Yeah. You know, obviously, you already kind of answered this. Darnell, what do you think happens to uh, Lamar? He's gone out of there. I think he gets traded. Free Lamar. I think, I, I think he gets traded. Free Lamar. Yeah, Lamar gets traded. I don't think because what's going to happen is they're going to offer him fran- the franchise tag. He's not going to sign it. And then they're going to be forced to trade him. And they don't get a haul for him, obviously. And I think the Ravens will be – it's not going to be the end of the Ravens because I think they draft well. So, yeah, we'll see. And I know I do know the Ravens are a big analytic-driven team now. So – We'll see exactly how that fits as far as how they want to manage their cap in as far as the quarterback because I don't think they they're factoring in giving him the money he's looking for. I mean, if if their strategy is to just win with a you feel me, just win with a quarterback that isn't making a whole lot of money. I mean, I mean, look, they pick Lamar with the fucking um thirtieth pick in the draft, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like. If they used a top pick on him, like and they drafted the, the, Hayden the, Hurst before him, so it's not like they had like so much confidence in him, like at that time. Yeah. That, but he popped, and I'm sure that they realized once he popped, like, yeah, we got to keep this guy. I mean, but the, the the main thing is just like the way that the offense is for is is formed. It's just that you know, it, be, because there's such a lack of talent on the skill positions. I mean, a part of it is due to injury, but another part of it is also due to you know mismanagement. Just, yeah, they just not not trading for players, not you know drafting certain players and stuff like that. So you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there are always wide receivers available. They just don't grab them. They go for everybody else. They grab like three tight ends. I mean, <laughs> and part of part of it draft. though is like, part of it though is like if you're a free agent, why would you want to go play with the Ravens? Given the offense yeah. that they run, look, the, the offense is, is is formed for a mobile quarterback, which is why Tyler Huntley was able to, you know, sustain mm-hmm. on the offense. But 
you know. You got the best running quarterback in the league, and if you're going to let him go, then you got to hope for the best. I say I try to I try to see if I could get, like, Justin Fields and some picks or some shit like that. Justin like, fucking – on some shit and some picks. What you mean? What you mean I'm on some shit? This one's dope. Just amazing. For a dude you don't want to sign? No. Yeah. I said I'd see. I'd inquire. I'd inquire about it. Last no. all I know all I know is it better not be Zach Wilson or some picks. Nah. I'm <laughs> man trying to get Justin. Man, man, keep every running quarterback away from that guy and that team. Fuck them. Fuck y'all. Honestly, that's not the worst take I've ever heard, just specifically because the Bears or have how the about first this? pick in the draft. So they how might draft a quarterback anyway. How about this? Trey Lance and some picks. There you go. Trey Lance and a couple firsts. They don't need them anyway. Yeah, Purdy. Yeah, Purdy. Forgot about Purdy. All right, let's move on. Dom's getting long-winded again. He doesn't realize he does it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, but we're... <laughs> you might not talk the rest of the podcast. But anyway, we got the Cowboys. The Cowboys and the Bucks. The Cowboys end up winning 31 to 14, beating the stuffing out of the Bucks. The one pick I got wrong this fucking weekend. I went with my I went with my heart and not my head. And uh it was funny because I was my coworker, um, I was talking to him and he, it was just like one of those things. I was like, y'all either gonna blow Wait, him out or gonna close Tom one. Brady threw 66 passes. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, it was bad, bro. Golly. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker threw 70 passes. Like 20 of them shits were like five yards short. He averaged 5.3 yards per catch. Terrible. Um, but yeah, Dak played the best game of his postseason career. Played great. Four touchdowns, zero picks. He had a stretch where he we started off 0 for 3, so he, he had at least – he was hitting in a ridiculous amount. I think he had like 13, 14 straight passes. Pollard had 77 rushing yards as well. Dak was running too. So seeing that kind of offense, you know, with him scrambling was a little different as well, a little bit of a throwback. But, um, you know, Darnell, I'll start with you. This is the one, you know, one person to take the Cowboys. What, did, what were your takeaways uh, from the game? There's no reason that the Bucks like, going into the game, like this was like kind of like, Okay, I don't know why I don't get. I get why people would say that the like conventional wisdom tells you is Brady, and the Cowboys always choke. But if you really watch the Bucks this year, especially the second half of the season, they're just not that good of a football team. And after we beat the Brown or the Browns beat the Bucks, I just realized like, yeah, this just is not Tom Brady's year. It's just not going down and. I think this is going to be his last year in Tampa. If you saw his post game conference, he got the Browns in the pocket. I didn't think he was going to do it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, just, I, I have to every time, bro. And I'm, I had another one too about Jim Schwartz, but I'll say that for later. Squeezed <laughs> it in. That was impressive. Yeah. And so, um, I just so I just thought the Cowboys had the advantage, and I did think the Cowboys had this type of play in them, specifically given how they looked against the Commanders in their last game. And for a team that wanted to play their starters to have that momentum going into the postseason, I was a little bit worried. But 
I felt like I saw enough from the Bucks that I wasn't confident in taking them over what I saw from the Cowboys all year. And if that can play like this, it's going to be a real interesting matchup this, this weekend upcoming. So, yeah, it was a real uneventful game because it was kind of over real quick. And only thing that really stood out was how unbelievably bad Brett Maher is. Maher. Yeah, he was he was guard. He's lucky. Yo, that how do you miss no close game? How do you miss four extra points in a row in one game? He 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 wanted to sell the game so bad. He was just praying it was a close game. Like so what 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 do you if you're the cowboy, what do you do in that situation? That's gotta be a tough situation to be in, because for me, you figure anytime a kicker misses three field goals, you'll probably kick, you'll probably let them go. Right? But they weren't field goals, they're extra points. And the game did didn't really affect you. So and it's the playoffs, so it's like, yo, we can't well, look anything. Well, he's been good throughout the entire season. I was looking so, right no. for a new kicker. He's on his phone looking. I would be looking too. It's like he, you, he, you're not about to ruin our playoff run. He it's was been, good throughout the entire regular season. So like, I know, but it's like when you're a kicker, it's a tough, tough balance. Because it don't take much for you to look for if you if you look bad as a kicker, you out of there. I don't know, no matter look, what you did before. Look, that's I, your I, only I, job. You I can be under for it. I saw Billy Cundin. <laughs> I saw him miss that one kick and his career ended as soon as that <laughs> happened. <laughs> Brett so like, missed He said what? Brett missed four of those. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dom, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, like Darnell said, fucking conventional wisdom would tell you that, you know, the the, the Buccaneers are going to lose this game and Dallas is going to win. But, you know, I just think – I mean, again, what, like, the Buccaneers did beat the Cowboys in the beginning of the season. But a significant part of that is that the that was before the Cowboys really fully utilized Tony Pollard to the extent that they do now. They were still kind of rolling with – Zeke as their main back. It, it took it took the Zeke injury and the Dak injury for them to be like, oh wait, Tony Pollard like low key kind of better, and now they and now they like fully embrace it now. So he made the Pro Bowl. They, yeah, how crazy you know, is that? They, they they had a split share, fifteen versus 13, 77 versus twenty seven. Like it's, it's pretty clear which one is better. So mm-hmm. you know, um, what's it called? They they, they Tony Pollard was was doing what he had to do out there, you know, and Dak Prescott played a near-perfect game out there, you know, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, 305 yards. Like, he was he was phenomenal out there. The Tampa Bay's defense, you know, out, out, after the first, like, two, three and outs, then, like, they just was, like, they were just, just as defeated as Brady was. And Brady kept trying, but Brady – Fucking awful, and that's really what the game came down to. Somebody sucked, and like I don't know much what more. Like the this, uh, well, the stats do look pretty bad. We go thirty five for sixty six. Like, yeah, I mean, 300. 
put it plainly, Brady was the worst quarterback of the weekend. No way to put it. I don't know. Skyler, Skyler Thompson was 15 for 41. Uh, Skyler Thompson was, he was the worst the start. He was the worst starting. Skyler Thompson was in the game fighting and threw a touchdown that mattered. Brady didn't do any of that. Brady didn't have his touchdowns to the fourth quarter. And, yeah. Yeah. A little garbage time. A little garbage minute. Oh, he was way worse than those stats, and those stats don't look good. Yep. He was worse. Trust me. He was yeah, throwing no, five was... yards short. These guys was getting kind of close to people. He was throwing the ball like five yards short. Like a lot. I was like, damn, Brady. He looked washed. He looked washed and done. Um, so, I mean, I think he should just retire at this point. It's all good. Because if, if I even flip it, if I'm a team, I don't want him after that. Like he looked he's scared to get hit, which is understandable. He's 45. But B is like all the arm string stuff. His arm looked done. Like it looked cooked. I didn't think he was going to look like that. And there was opportunities to apply pressure to the Cowboys. They start off with two, three and outs. You get three. All you have to do is get three. You get a field goal. All the voices are creeping in. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts on it. So. You know I mean? We're going to do the Great. preview an hour later. Y'all tell me. I mean, we could do a quick preview. This is exactly what I knew was going to happen, by the way. Did I, did I call this on the on the dot in the pre-show, man? Yeah. On the, I mean, on the it's all... Never mind. It's just, just going to let it go. Um, But real quick, um, obviously, as you guys know, we, um, we picked the games – Going into the week, I'm keeping a tally. So <clears throat> I was five and one. Nice. Um, we did it with a <laughs> we did it with a couple of our friends too. So Alex, he as well was five and one. Um, Dom and Darnell, four and two. Um, I, I feel like this is a very interesting uh, case study. Our friend Abby, who doesn't watch too much football, she also went four and two. So good job, nice. guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sweet Lou, who we'll be featuring on later today, he went three and three. So good shit, Lou. That man, that that man said out of his mouth, "I think the Seahawks are going to get the upset." It said that. Fuck with you, Lou. See you in a, in a, in a minute, man. <laughs> um, that was wild. Yeah. Oh. oh. But with that being over, man, let's get to it. So the first game of the weekend is going to be Chiefs versus Jags. Um, obviously, as we know, Trevor Lawrence stepped up big time um, with that comeback last week. And the Chiefs, there has not been one season in Patrick Mahomes' four years. Now? It's going to be his fifth year where he hasn't made the AFC Championship game. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Oh, in the stats, huh? Oh, you trying, you trying to jinx? I'm not trying to jinx or anything. Not a, not a thing. Why would I jinx? They were my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the season. I'm like jinxing them. So, Darnell, who you got? Uh, Chiefs Jaguars. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs, and oh. I'm taking them to cover. 
And I think it'll be a pretty uneventful night, to be honest. Yeah. But think about the Jags. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them. They do have Doug Peterson, who's gonna be aggressive. We know that. Demetrius know that better than anybody. And <laughs> I do Two think former Eagles coaches too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Two very all the, where all Eagles the fans Eagles are very coaches. fond of too. Yeah, we love them. All the Eagles coaches are here today. <laughs> here this weekend. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going Chiefs. And I just think the Jags don't have enough to, to to keep up with Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. Dom, what are your thoughts? As much as I would love to see the Jaguars be the Bengals of last year, um, what's it called? There, there's there's this stat right that mm-hmm. the Jag that the most of the Jaguars games they've come back from. And that's all I needed to hear. They came back from the Chargers, and they came back from like they came back from like down seventeen against Dallas and all the other various teams. Mm-hmm. But if you're just gonna be a comeback team, you need to play a team that's gonna let you come back against them. And the Chiefs aren't that, so you going with the Chiefs. You can make a case it's easier to beat the Chiefs if you come from behind than if you have a temporary yeah. lead. <laughs> wow. The other stat Mahomes, I think, has a 60 percent winning percentage with a down ten. So. Did you see the play that they ran? The Chiefs ran the last time they played that formation. They around the Rosie. That's the type of stuff that. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> how do you even like? What is that? How, like, it's so much stuff to prepare for in Andy Reid offense that it's going to be a long night. <laughs> Hey, Trevor, 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 about to learn some new lessons, man. That's, that's it. <laughs> on to the next, on to next year. Mm-hmm. I got Chiefs. I got, I got the Chiefs big. I got Mahomes big. Um, I just, I think the defense might cause some issues here or there. Um, I mean, if we're being honest, the Jags defense is pretty good. <laughs> So it's like, as I think about it, I just think either way, even if it's closer, if it's a blowout, that's kind of what I'm deciding. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Jags defense is going to be able to keep them in it. But we're going to we're gonna kind of, you know, see Trevor can't do the shit he did last week or it will be like 49 to fucking 13. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it. I don't think he will, but it's like I think he'll throw a pick or two. And I just don't know if Mahomes will feel like doing that today. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. It could come out and come out, you know, a little rusty off for two weeks. So we'll see. We'll see what the uh, MVP does. But I got the Chiefs. All right. So here we fucking go. <laughs> you go first. Me go first. <laughs> which, which game are we doing now? The next. Doing the Bengals and the Bills. No, the Saturday night one, brother. Oh, okay, okay. So the Eagles facing the Giants, Giants, Daniel Jones. Obviously, like we talked about, they beat the Vikings. Um, obviously, these two teams played twice this season. Eagles won the first one pretty big. They The second one, obviously, much closer, even with the Giants having third-string players. As we know, it's much harder, you know what I mean, beat a team three times in a row. Um all that being said, uh, give me the birds. 
Thank you. Um, I just, I, I just think we're better than them. Uh, um, we'll see. Like they've all clearly showed. Like last week, he's got some tricks up his sleeve. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be a lot on Saquon, and he was a little injured the first time we played, but we had a pretty good, did a pretty good job on stopping him. And I think we kind of know how to stop running quarterbacks to a degree, given you know who our quarterback is. I still think we didn't really even use our offense in the last game. Now there is some some stuff rest Russ, um, but I just think if we, I think we're gonna come out early, hopefully run the damn football a little bit, give hurts a little break, and I, I the 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 hurts hurts his arm looked fine. He just didn't run the ball, and when we got to the red zone, we weren't scoring touchdowns, we were kicking field goals, and that's really the difference. I think this week they're just gonna say fuck it. Hopefully, like, hers is okay. We got CJ coming back, um, Lane coming back, Jordan Davis coming back, the whole team, Connor Riley and Avante as well. And I just think just think we just have more talent at home. It's going to be loud. It's going to be ruckus. I know Minnesota was, but it's going to be a little different. Uh, so I got the birds. Solid margin. I'd say eh, like a like – a, like a, 31 21 the giants are fighting but so it's a it's a seven and a half point spread so you guys are favored by seven and a half eight and a half is the chiefs over jag so slightly under Damn. what they expect from kind of, the other game is it well it's a divisional game that's a little higher than i thought it would be i thought it'd be like five to be honest with you well no seven and a half so i have kind of Vegas respects us. Anyway, Darnell, who you got? I'm taking the birds, too. Uh, I think, honestly, for the Giants, it's going to be too much on their running game because I don't think – well, I, from what I've seen, I don't think the Eagles' corners are going to get – are going to let Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins beat them in a playoff game. Darius Slay about to clamp Darius Slayton. So <laughs> – I just think that's going to be an X factor that the Giants didn't have to face last week. And the uh, the addition of or Daniel Jones deciding to run, that's going to be something that they're going to be prepared for. So it's going to be a little bit difficult for them to, to kind of get going. And I think the Eagles cover, and I think they win. Dom, what are your thoughts? Everything you can do, I can do better, Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. <laughs> um. So we got the Bengals. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the only way we lose is if, is if we get out coach. I think Dayball's a good coach. Yeah, I, I think Sirianni's good as well, though. So. And now that there's no MVP on the line, I don't think he's going to do any of the silly shit. So the nonsense that was driving me crazy all year. <laughs> we still were winning games, but it was driving me insane. Um, <laughs> but yeah. What's up? No, I was saying go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, we got the Bengals versus the Bills. As we know, like last game didn't finish on um, because of tragedy to Demar Hamlin. Um, but this game it's in Buffalo, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of wild that Buffalo just gets that. 
Wow. They just nobody got the win. It just didn't count. It was so. How zero. is the, how is the AFC Championship game gonna? That doesn't make any sense. Because the Bengals, well, well, they beat they the. They don't have. Yeah, they don't have that win. Mm. But they don't have the loss either. So like, you can't say you. You're just assuming that the Bills were gonna lose. That's basically it. But like, you yeah. don't know. So like, if if they did wind up winning, they would have had the one seed because they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I I mean I know like how it played out, but yeah, they're home because they have twelve wins. Bills have thirteen. Amen. Either way, they are at home. So there you go. Um, obviously we talked about both of these teams on this podcast, so we kind of know you know what they kind of did last week. Um, let's start with you, Darno. Who you got? Bengals, Bills. Now, this is where it gets hard. This is one of the I feel like the first two games were like kind of easy to pick, but the next two are gonna be kind of difficult for me. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills are actually a five point favorite. I'm a little bit surprised. I think that's a big number. So I would say the Bills win, but they I don't think they cover. So I say they win by like a field goal. But I picked the Buffalo Bills to go to the Super Bowl in the preseason, and I have no reason to change it now because they're still in it. So I'm gonna go there. But I, I, and I had nothing. I saw nothing from the Bengals that last week that showed me that I need to pick them and flip my pick. So I'm going with the Bills. Dom, who you got? Oh, the Bills as well. Um, I just really didn't like what I saw from them and what I've been seeing from them recently. And it, it again I, I think part of it is offensive line issues, but they've had that. But like it just looks different now. And like just what I've seen from them is just like I said, they just don't really close and right at this point. Their defense is their defense is good. So you know their defense will their defense will be the real key to see if they if they win this game. But again, when it comes to Josh Allen, he's gonna be good. He's go- he might be bad, but I could see. I wouldn't be surprised if that game not not the same as the Chargers versus Jaguars game, but like if the Bengals get out to a little lead and then the Bills are able to come back on them, I wouldn't be surprised. That's kind of what I think will happen this game. I think the Bengals will look better at first, but then – and Josh will look kind of erratic. But then as time goes on, I think he'll figure it out and then emerge victorious. So I'm going with the Bills. I, I think they're better in the close. second half. I was really going to pick the Bills, and then you said that nonsense that you just said. <laughs> that was crazy what you just said. I, okay. It can be so crazy. we're still comparing him to Justin Herbert, so there you go, Bengals. That's, I'm just going to fucking I, – I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I think – He looked like Justin Herbert against the damn Ravens. That's what we look like. Oh, he didn't because he won the fucking game, bro. Okay. Stop with this. Oh, Stop with this I'm he just saying he, he scored less points and won the game. But he won. Scored less points and won. 
Then he didn't look like Justin Herbert. You know, just first off, first off, first off, he didn't get four interceptions either. What are you talking about? Score less points than one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, he had two turnovers as opposed to four. There you go. And won the game with less points. So wait, are you saying that Joe Burrow's performance is like Justin Herbert's performance? That specific performance, I saying they're equal as players. I think Joe Burrow is much over him, but I'm just talking about what I saw from round one of the playoffs. I'm not talking about their careers. Please do not make you think Justin Herbert. No, I don't <laughs> think they're equal. Do yeah, he bagged me in that bad. corner a long time I, ago, he, bro. He's trying to do this. Uh, that's no, not no, what no, I I'm think. I'm, I just I'm think that so this one round let's, was let's, similar. Let's, okay, let's take the games, right? So Joe Burrow, whatever, played okay. One twenty. No, neither of them did anything. And you're saying that that performance is on equal tier to a dude losing a 27-point lead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, actually. Anything else? Well, I'll say this. Trevor Lawrence is way better than Tyler Huntley. And Doug Peterson is a way better coach than fucking John Harbaugh and Greg Robaugh and Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator. That plays a part as well. Doug Peterson oh, and a way better coach than John Harbaugh. You're the one that always car fire Harbaugh. Fire him. Fire. I do say that, but guess, who actually, but guess who actually got fired though? So like, Trevor Lawrence is a way better quarterback that was actually able to do things against that team. Now, the Bengals defense, again, again, what I, uh, if the Bengals win, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be more so because of their defense. If their defense is able to, like, really fuck Josh Allen up, which the Dolphins defense is garbage, though their pass rush was really good that game. Their pass rush was great against Josh Allen that game, but generally the Dolphins defense has been pretty bad for the majority of the season. But the day if the Bengals defense is able to fuck with them like enough enough to think the Bengals can win. But I just think that again, Josh is just a high risk, high reward player. And I just think that his high risk I just think that that's gonna matter in this game. <laughs> I promise y'all, I was really about to pick the Bills. I really was. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick the Bengals, then. That's cool. Yeah, we got we got to tie this you, up somehow. You might, you might get you might get the fucking you might get the point that we lose. Fuck it, don't matter. Yeah, I got the Bengals. I just I, there you go. put some reason behind it. The stupid shit Dom just said aside, ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> Do you want a playoff game play equal to someone who blew a 27 point lead? That's fine. Whatever. Um, the number one pick versus the backup quarterback. Hey, oh. man. Huh. Hey, man. Which, which quarterback is more likely to lose that game? Huh? Which hey, one man. you think will lose that game, Darnell? The backup quarterback or the number one pick? Hey, man. 
All I'm saying is Joe Burrow scored more in that second half than Herbert did and won the game. And Joe um, Burrow scored less points in the game than Justin Herbert did. Yeah, what he had to do. Game. He wins uh, game. What he does. Yeah, what he had to do. Oh, the defense. Defense wins the game when the quarterback tries to do some stupid shit. Like, defense game or interception. Tries, tries to go rogue. When the quarterback Bro, goes rogue. Trevor Lawrence well, didn't go rogue. Well, Joe Burrow didn't <laughs> score 24 points. He scored 17, <laughs> damn it. Scored <laughs> enough. He didn't score 24. Scored enough. Score eight in the second half. That's more than three. And a dub. <laughs> How about that? Thank you. Give me the Bengals. Um, Take them. I, I, I saw them when they were playing a little bit. <laughs> I thought the Bengals would win the game. Now, home home field, obviously, for the Bills is going to be huge. But I've seen the Bengals go on the road in the playoffs, not be bothered. I, I kind of think they're in a weird situation um, where it looks to me like they're better in the road on the playoffs. So, have they I don't know why, home? but we saw them. <laughs> so, huh? they have, have they ever been home for us to know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they went. They went last year. They went to KC and won. Went to Tennessee and won. I mean, all their. I think did did they win the division at the Ravens? I think they won the division. So their first game was at home. They were playing the Raiders. Yeah. So their first game was at home, um, but the other two were on the road. I I just think that this is the game where the Bills really do miss Von Miller. Um, I think it's going to just come and impact them. Because even though the Bengals off and their and their offensive line is like dead at this point, by the way, it's like they have they're missing three guys and they have a fourth guy who's hurt, so that obviously gives me trepidation. Um, but I don't know. This is an emotional decision. I think the Bills are better, but. Apparently, people still are comparing Joe Burrow to Justin Herbert. So, hey, look, let me look at the stats real quick for a second. Hey, you look at the stats, man. You all look at the stats. I'll take the dub. I'll take the dub and the dude four and one in the playoffs. And the four and one at the playoffs who didn't blow a twenty-seven point lead. You can you can have your stats. Man, look, man. All I'm saying is, if Huntley scores that touchdown, was Joe just going to turn into a superhero then? Yes, he was. He's done it before. Yes, he was. He's done it before. Only time he couldn't do it is when Aaron Donald was in his lap. <laughs> Every other time he's done it. He got so. close with Aaron Donald right there, too. He did, too. So. And there's no Vaughn out here, but Vaughn was out there that night. Vaughn and Aaron on his ass. Hey, look, man, all love, all love for the Bengals, but I don't even think it's there. I don't think it's it's not even Joe Burrow fault. But if your whole offensive line is about to be disintegrated, then I mean, damn, it's just gonna be tough. Yeah. Nah, I'm not blaming Burrow. I'm just saying that the offensive line situation is is. is Ass right now. Nah, you did not. And it fucks and it fucks up the run game. And I'm comparing teams. 
though. Nate Larson dude blew a twenty seven point lead last week. I'm sorry. This isn't even like a. Overall. It did make sense though. All right, Darn, didn't do anything. What are you, Darn, I want to. I want to know what you. We're, we're gonna do, I want to know what you thought about Dom's comment. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was a. It was a crazy comment. <laughs> like, if that's what he think, like I can't. You know. I stand by it though. Yeah, Dom will stick by his comment, so I respect it. <laughs> I, I had the, I had the, hey look, I had the Bengals going to the Super Bowl until I saw hey, again. That's not new. We're not even surprised, man. Like, go ahead, switch it, bro. We're, we knew that was coming. I could feel. It. <laughs> hey, look, it, it it just took a, it just took me watching two games, and I'm like, you know what? Let me go with the wild child. I feel you. You've looked at two games before and switched your pick and been wrong. But hey, hey, hey look, look, ESPN kept feeding me numbers. <laughs> and I quote, wait, 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 three minutes ago, and I quote, let me look at the stats. ESPN kept feeding me numbers. Are they feeding you numbers or are you going to look for them? But all I'm saying is, I, I saw. I saw the games. You didn't watch the game? No. I watched the highlights. I watched the highlights. Everybody who's on this podcast knows you did watch the game because you were like, I'm not fucking watching that game. And, you and I watched the highlights. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Right. The highlights are telling me that the Bills are going to win. <laughs> okay. After they beat Skylar Thompson by three. That's what the highlights tell you. Yeah, because I watched that full game. <clears throat> I watched it from, from opening tip to the fucking <laughs> final buzzer. You know what the crazy thing is? If Josh plays like he played, Joe only going to need to score 17. He's just going to give him two more. Give him 31. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, William. Then, then Josh has got to score thirty-four again. Hey, honestly, it fe- it feels like Josh Allen gonna come out there and not have any picks just because now it's gonna be like, oh shit, you suck. Dude, you had three turnovers, but you know who's about to have like four picks? <laughs> Dak Prescott. Give me the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga, that nigga just had four touchdowns and zero interceptions, bro. He ready to throw at least like three. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't even hold you, bro. I'm taking the Niners too. I'm taking the Niners. That was pretty clean. I don't know why you said this game was tough for you to pick. I was like, I don't think it is. I think tough to pick. Yeah, I'm going to the Niners, bro. The only, the only thing though is that those quarterbacks are so garbage that. CD might just go crazy. CD and Galvinum. CD and Galvinum might just go crazy because them cornerbacks are really garbage. But they're not. They're not stopping the Brock. You know what I mean? They're not stopping Brock, Christian, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk. None of them niggas. 
Michael Parsons is Michael Parsons begging for Jalen, but he's not about to meet him. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I think the other thing. Too, I think the other thing too as well is, and those who you know, I'm in the division, so I watch him a little bit more. But Dak, when he's got a clean pocket, man, and when they front run, it's all cozy. But. <clears throat> Nick Bosa said he's dark enough. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I mean, Gino was doing his thing at first. So. I, I will say the defense is looking watery, but I just and the offensive line for the Cowboys looks pretty good. That would be. I actually, I actually just think that the fucking cow, the 49ers offense is better than the Cowboys offense more than yeah, anything else. I agree with that too. Yeah, what I saw from I think Brock, I, I, we we, I, I don't know what's to make of Brock Purdy, and I'm a little afraid. But it's not time to be afraid for that yet. Got to take it one week at a time. Who knows if we're beating the Giants? Hey, look, Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady might have to retire for Tom Brady to be born. <clears throat> Tom Brady live and resurgent. Desert. But um, yeah, darn, I really tapping. It wasn't hard at all for you to pick that. Hey, man, I got to build a suspense, man. What do you want me to do? Suspense. <laughs> I don't know who I'm gonna pick, man. The Cowboys or the Forty Niners? <laughs> I'm not picking a cock. I just can't pick the Cowboys, bro. Not you now. I know. I'm just saying, not now. Uh-huh. I can't do it. There you go, Bengals, Bills. You guys can catch up. You guys can can tie it up. I got, I'm making an emotional decision. But we'll see what happens. I'm one on one on emotional decisions so far. You're one in one. What's your emotional decision? What was the other one? The other one. This is the Giants. Like fuck Kirk Cousins kind of thing. Oh, I didn't think that was emotional. I thought that was kind of. Yeah, it wasn't really. I guess emotional would be the fine. I'm zero and one on emotional decisions. So. The Cowboys one was definitely emotional. Was, but you did it too. I was did. It, emo- I, I, I mean, it was emotional because I don't not look, man. I don't. I don't want to see the Cowboys win either. Fair enough. Yeah, we can't. Jerry Jones won on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh gosh! Blame that the prop. Blame that. Sell out that. Yo, Darnell, is it just me or is Dak on every other commercial ever in the fucking for the NFL, bro? Every time yeah. I look up, I see I see that man's face. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> this man, this man, fucking advertising beds. He advertising anything, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? Why I keep seeing that man's face? The perks of being a quarterback for America's team, man. America's bum ass team. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't been America's team for like thirty years, so Yeah, there there's a team called the Patriots. <laughs> exactly. Could have been America's team with red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> 
you call it the Patriots. Like yep. it was right there. Winning fucking eight Super Bowls or seven yep. Super Bowls, however many they won six. Yeah, man. Hey man, thank you guys for joining. You know, not too worried about the Cowboys yet. But yeah, exciting, <laughs> exciting weekend of football. Get to watch my team play Saturday. Hoping for good things, man. Yeah, for Darnell and Dom's with Demetrius. Hopefully you enjoy it. Later. Triple D's deuces.